Section 16 of Poems 1686 by Anne Killigrew. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Discontent Here take no care, take here no care, my muse, nor aught of art or labor use, but let thy lines, rude and unpolished, go, nor equal be their feet, nor numerous let them flow. The ruggeder my measures run when read, They'll livelier paint than equal paths fond mortals tread, Who, when they're tempted by the smooth ascents, Which flattering hope presents, Briskly they climb, and great things undertake, But fatal voyages, alas, they make. For tis not long before their feet In extricable mazes meet, Perplexing doubts obstruct their way, Mountains withstand them of dismay, Or to the brink of black despair them lead, Where's not their ruin to impede? In vain for aid they then to reason call, Their series dazzle and their heads turn round, The sight does all their powers confound, And headlong down the horrid precipice they fall, where storms of sighs forever blow, where rapid streams of tears do flow, which drown them in a briny flood. My muse pronounce aloud, there's nothing good, not that the world can show, not that it can bestow. Not boundless heaps of its admired clay, ah, too successful to betray. When spread in our frail virtue's way, for few do run with so resolved a pace, that for the golden apple will not loose the race. And yet not all the gold the vein would spend, or greedy avarice would wish to save, which on the earth refulgent beams doth send, or in the sea has found a grave, joined in one mass, can bribe sufficient be, the body from a stern disease to free, or purchase for the mind's relief, one moment's sweet repose when restless made by grief. But what may laughter more than pity move, when some the price of what they dearest love, are masters of, and hold it in their hand, to part with it their hearts they can't command. But chose to miss what mist does them torment, and that to hug affords them no content. Wise fools to do them right, we these must hold, who love depose and homage pay to gold. Nor yet if rightly understood does grandeur carry more of good, to be o the number of the great enrolled, a sceptre or a mighty realm to hold. For what is this, if I not judge amiss, but all the afflicted of a land to take, and of one single family to make? The wronged, the poor, the oppressed, the sad, the ruined, malcontent, and mad, which a great part of every empire frame, and interest in the common father claim. Again, what is't but always to abide? A gazing crowd, 
upon a stage to spend A life that's vain or evil without end? And which is yet nor safely held nor laid aside? And then if lesser titles carry less of care, Yet none but fools ambitious are to share. Such a mock good, of which tis said tis best, when of the least of it men are possessed. But, oh, the laurelled fool that dotes on fame, Whose hopes applause, whose fears to want a name, Who can accept for pay of what he does what others say, Exposes now to hostile arms his breast, To toilsome study, then betrays his rest. Now to his soul denies a just content, Then forces on it what it does resent. And all for praise of fools, for such are those, Which most of thee admiring crowd compose. O famished soul, which such thin food can feed, O wretched labour, crowned with such a mead, Too loud, O fame, Thy trumpet is too shrill to lull a mind to rest or calm a stormy breast, which asks a music soft and still. T'was not Amalek's vanquished cry, nor Israel's shout of victory, that could in Saul the rising passion lay. T'was these soft strains of David's lyre the evil spirit chased away. But friendship fain would yet itself defend, and mighty things it does pretend, to be of this sad journey life the bait, the sweet refection of our toilsome state. But though true friendship a rich cordial be, alas, by most tis so allayed, its good so mixed with ill we see, that dross for gold is often paid. And for one grain of friendship that is found, Falsehood and interest do the mass compound. Or coldness worse than steel, The loyal heart doth wound. Love in no two was ever yet the same, No happy two, ere felt an equal flame. Is there that earth by humane foot near pressed? That air which never yet by humane breast Respired did life supply, Oh, thither let me fly, Where from the world at such a distance set, All that's past, present, and to come I may forget. The lover's sighs and the afflicted's tears, What ear may wound my eyes or ears? The grating noise of private jars, the horrid sound of public wars, Of babbling fame, the idle stories, The short-lived triumphs, noisy glories, The curious nets the subtile weave, The word, the look, that may deceive. No mundane care shall more affect my breast, My profound peace shake or molest, But stupor like to death, my senses bind, that so I may anticipate that rest, which only in my grave 
I hope to find. End of section 16.